tell me, girl, how you like your tea? You know it's sugar free. Remix. Now tell me, girl, how you like your tea? When you're kicking it with Sid Mac, we keep it sugar free. Cause all truth, no lies, the only way to be. No more sugar in our lives, now we're living free. Hey! Now change up the flow, but we hit season two, gotta relive the show. Season one was going in, now we're hitting it again. Having fun with all my friends, going strong until the now end. Tell Remix. Me, girl, me, girl, how you like your tea? For Christmas, there is just one thing I need. Mama, all I want for Christmas is you. Yes! Welcome, 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 welcome to a very special edition of the Sugar Free Podcast. So if y'all caught the little remix to that very popular Christmas song, you heard me say, Mama, all I want for Christmas is you. And that is the subject of today's episode. Holidays with my mama, family, fun, and of course, food with none other than my mama, Dr. Jean Jackson. I am so incredibly excited to have my mom join us at the tea party today. I told y'all, I promised y'all actually, that my mama was going to join us for this incredibly special episode and here she is. So I don't even want to waste any more time with a story or introduction because we're going to give you all the stories and introduction for today's episode. So let's just go ahead and get started with having my mama introduce herself. Mom, please tell the good people who you are and what you do. Hey, Sid. Hey, Mom. Welcome to the tea party. Well, thank you. So I know you want to know who I am. So let me talk about my current position. Okay. Besides being a mama? I've been in this position for (laughs) 33.999 years. (laughs) I am a mother to two queens. Now that we've gotten that PSA out of the way, let me tell you about me. (laughs) So I have a degree, a a bachelor's degree, a master's degree, a specialist degree, and a doctorate degree. I've been a teacher. I've served four years in the United States Air Force. Let's see, I was the dean of students, assistant principal, and a principal for 17 years. I started my own business. I wrote a book. I wrote a book. Yes, you did. And one of my most pleasurable experiences, I was on HGTV Bahamas Life. In case you want to check it out, season three, episode one. Thank you. Well, thank you for that wonderful introduction of <laughs> life since kindergarten. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you, what are you up to currently? Currently, I'm retired. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I've, been well, retired for, I've been retired for 12 years. And that's all I do. 
I enjoyed it. I, I earned this time. And so I'm taking full advantage of it. Absolutely. Living your best life. We are trying to be like you when we grow up because we know you will be. You will be. <laughs> Listen, the way Social Security is set up and these pensions, we we are be lucky to be. Well, just rest assured work. that your mama is getting your money's worth. <laughs> <laughs> I will not. Yes, I am resting very assuredly. So thank you for joining me today at the Sugar Free Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. This is your first time at the tea party. Hopefully not your last, but we'll see how today goes. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. (laughs) Before we assess uh, a repeat. But I'm so happy to have you here today because today we are talking about holidays, family tradition and I just couldn't think of a better person to talk about the holidays with than my mama so I'm so glad to have you here well thank you and I appreciate it I can't wait I'm so excited good 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 so I want to start by asking you what your favorite holiday memory was as a child hmm as a child some 40 years ago well I do have a memory and I'm not sure it's a good memory or bad memory but my mom and dad were divorced when I was young and dad would come over every Christmas with a buttload of gifts just a buttload of gifts and he prided himself can you quantify a buttload buttload A buttload is two Christmas bags and one box. Okay. <laughs> and since he prided himself on being, you know, ahead of the curve. So this particular Christmas, he brought me the Easy Bake Oven. It was huge then. Couldn't get your hands on one. And he also brought me a black doll. Now, this was maybe the first year that they were really popular. And when he handed me the doll, I said, I wanted a white doll. Wow. Yeah. He almost fell over. He didn't <laughs> understand it. He thought, here I is, my little black princess. I'm getting her a black doll. This, But again, the black dolls were new. So I'm thinking, where did you get this doll? You know, it wasn't like, wow, somebody who looks like me. It was a black doll when, you know, all we knew before was white dolls. So that was a memory that I kind of, reflect on every now and then. That's such an interesting story, especially because, so for those of y'all who don't know my mama, which I guess is everybody out in the the listenership, (laughs) my mom is all black everything for Christmas. Uh, she bought a dingy snowman so that he would be brown. Okay. Like we can't can't even have white snowmen in our house. Santa's gotta be black. The snowman's gotta be a little from New York. So he could be black. We got to have snowflakes, everything. Everything has to be black. And so it's so interesting that you would tell that story um, because that's so different or opposite of who you are now. How old were you when that happened? I'm sure I was four. You remember that? <laughs> well, I remember it. It was memorable. You said a memorable story. I remember getting a black doll, the first black doll I had ever had in my life. First black doll I had ever seen. So yeah, it was memorable. 
I see. Well, I guess I'll share with the listeners my most memorable holiday memory as a child. And, and I don't even know that it's my memory, if that makes sense. Because so my mom has all these home videos and a lot of the home videos are Christmas past. And so I don't even know if in my actual recollection, I remember this particular memory, but I just have seen it so many times in home videos. It's, it's one of my favorite memories. And so um, my sister and I are two years apart and the memory was uh, me and my sister, and there was a buttload of gifts in the. In the <laughs> Can you quantify buttload? <laughs> Two bags and a box. <laughs> and there was a buttload of gifts under the tree. There was clothes. There was all kind of things. And my sister, every time I would open a gift, she would like look into my mom in the camera and say, mom, where's mine? <laughs> she like had this nervous look on her face. <laughs> Sid got something I didn't get. And I just feel like that's just the funniest memory ever because my sister and I to this day are super competitive about everything. There's nothing that one can have that the other can't have. And my mom always knew that. So there was always a gift for my sister, exactly the same sitting under the tree. But she just always had to nervously look at my mom like, there's one of those under there for me too, right? So I always get a good kick out of that holiday memory. Well, I'm surprised that you cited that as your memory because she did that just last year. So I don't know that that's a, nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. Well, you know, you are who you are. You just going to get older and that goes for us all. So the next thing I want to talk about is your favorite holiday memory as my mama. What's your favorite holiday memory with, with me and Mackenzie? Well, I know the politically correct answer is all of the holidays are memorable. <laughs> yeah, but I know but, you, so that, I but that's not going to happen. But, <laughs> politically correct, not just <laughs> And I don't know that I have a specific memory because you know that for Christmas, it is such a big deal for me. So I try to make every Christmas just as crazier than the last. So I don't have one that was better. I keep getting better with the Christmases. You know, I keep getting more creative. So the Christmases just keep getting better for me. I don't know how you guys feel about Christmas, but I'm loving every minute of it. So I don't know that I have a specific memory about a specific Christmas. I just try to make them all memorable. I see. One, one memorable one of recent years. So we have a lot of younger cousins in our family and like a lot of kids. And so my mom got this idea that she was going to put together a money machine for, <laughs> for all the kids at Christmas. And so if you are having a difficult time in your mind, visualizing what she was trying to do, think of Matilda and the scene in Matilda where they're watching the sticky money or what have you. And there's just all this money blowing around in this box. And they just try to grab the money, grab the money. Right. 
So this is what my mom tried to recreate a couple of years ago. And so luckily I wasn't home yet when all of these shenanigans ensued. (laughs) From what I hear from my sister, they spent three days trying to construct this money box and they built the box. They went to Home Depot. (laughs) They got the lumber. They built the box. But they just couldn't figure out how to get the money to blow. They yeah, had, we had blowers. <laughs> we had blowers everywhere. We were so close. The money would get off maybe two inches off the floor, but it just would never <laughs> circulate around. But we're going to try again because we were so close to making that money box work. It was, it was exciting. It almost ruined our relationship. But, <laughs> but, but it was a fun project. Yeah. Yeah, always bigger and always better. Absolutely. Um, with Absolutely. My mom. Yeah. <laughs> bigger so, is better. That's my that's my thing. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> we laughing because anything my mom's large. Oh, you want a drink? What size? Large. You want a pizza? What's that? Large. That's <laughs> large is the only size. Large and buttload. The only that's, that's what I'm talking adventure. about. <laughs> <laughs> So I want to talk a little bit now about traditions. And so I feel like me and my mom are on the same page in a lot of ways about holiday tradition, just because we believe in writing our own rules. Like who said you have to do something because it's always been done that way. Progress has never been made from doing the same thing over and over and over again. But for the sake of the episode, Tell us what your favorite holiday tradition is. Let's see. I think my favorite tradition is, and it's evident around the house, wrapping gifts. You know, I wrap everything. I don't care if it's a fork. (laughs) I wrap it. (laughs) So we wind up having a million little things around the tree. And I like it because that's part of the excitement. I wrap them and I put a a name tag on them to Sid from Santa, every single gift. So I guess that's tradition that I I love and I will continue to do. Even if it's in a box, I wrap it. I don't even use those gift bags. I wrap it. (laughs) So that's something that I just love doing. I like to see the surprise in your eyes when, you know, you think you're getting a Kate Spade bag and and it's really a target. That excites me. Oh, I'm so glad you enjoy that. (laughs) Well, I mean, I feel like that's so in line with your personality, though, right? It's like the spectacle of all these things lined up underneath the two foot tall tree. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like going big, right? Like what would Christmas be? for you if there was only one gift under the tree. Oh, no, that would not not be exciting. No, (laughs) we would never do that. We would never do that. We would wrap something from last year if we had to. But since we, but yeah, wrapping is something that I will always do. That's so interesting because I do not know how to wrap a gift at all. I am the gift bag queen. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to hire somebody to wrap my children's gifts one day because I just, It's not my ministry, but I guess that's a tradition that I'll do without. And so now, you know, of course, we got to talk about what tradition do you just want to throw away, get rid of it, never doing it again? 
and I'm always, I'm, I'm trying to think, do I really want to say this? Because it might just tank the show, but I can this do a sugar with free Christmas. podcast. Oh, sugar free? let's tank dinner. <laughs> <laughs> let's do away with all that cooking and all that food and that big old mess. Let's do away with dinner. Why? It's a mess. It's a mess. <laughs> and it's a lot. And there's always, always, always too many leftovers. So it's just, it's just so much work. And mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure why. I know it's a tradition and we have things that we eat and people love, but we can start new traditions. Who said we can't have a big pizza for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> who said we can't go out however I will say you know I've wanted to throw food out for a long time and one year because I live in Las Vegas and they always cater food one year I ordered dinner from the hotel big Shit. mistake I don't know if you remember <laughs> because the hotel the hotels don't they don't care about tradition they don't care that I'm supposed to have macaroni and cheese and well, they, they don't care about ethnic tradition yeah, they don't care about <laughs> ethnic traditions they had pearl onions in the dinner and that's that did it the family was through nobody no one wanted to eat the dinner I mean pearl onions as a side yeah not mixed in with the greens as a side so yeah, yeah I'm I'm pretty much over the dinner but you know that already I you know, but is it just is it cooking the dinner or like do you enjoy the meal itself and you just don't want to cook it or you don't even enjoy the the elements that comprise Christmas dinner like you don't even like Christmas food. I I I love Christmas food. Let me say that I love Christmas food. So I guess it's just the the idea of the the cooking, the shopping, the wrapping up, the cleaning up. But once it's cooked, I'm good. I love everything about Christmas dinner, as long as I'm not cooking it. <laughs> well, you don't have to cook it anymore because you have handed and passed down the tradition. So I guess it's on me. But speaking of ethnic traditions and not observing them, I remember one time, so some members of our family have married interracially so we have a multicultural family and one year I remember um, the non-black members of our family were tasked with cooking the holiday meal and um, you know as you know different cultures celebrate holidays differently they cook different foods on the holidays and so we're going to talk more about holiday food in a minute but I just remember it was time to eat and it was time to line up and I'm at the back of the line and my mom's at the front of the line. And I just remember you going, Oh, <laughs> like I'm, at the, I'm like, did she see a mouse in the kitchen? Like what's going on? And you were like, the ham is cold. <laughs> yeah. And we all fell on the floor like you would have thought a mouse had run over her foot. Like just the, the disgust, like, oh, my God. I, I, was, like, I was in shock. I was in shock. Who doesn't, who doesn't warm up the ham? And, and they were in shock that I was in shock. <laughs> hey, different yeah. cultures celebrate different ways. Absolutely. Oh, but in that same on that same day when they announced that they didn't make macaroni and cheese, 
all of the kids start packing up their jackets, <laughs> ready to leave. <laughs> hey, look, you know, people celebrate differently, but that don't mean I got to celebrate with you. <laughs> <laughs> So I love that. Like I said, I, I too enjoy a good holiday meal. And I've realized that the only way though, to get the holiday meal that I want is to cook it. And so as much as I hate the cooking aspect of it, you know, there's always some, something about something you're going to hate, right? Not everything about your job you're going to love, but you love the results, you love the praise, you love the paychecks, and you keep showing up every day, right? It's the same with Christmas dinner for me. I could do without the actual cooking part, but the eating part's great. And the eating a meal and sharing a huge meal with the family is always great, too. It's very rare, I feel like, that we get an opportunity to all sit down together and share a meal outside of the holidays. So, I think it's the meal that brings us together. Because as you said, when there was no mac and cheese, ain't nobody coming. So the no. <laughs> meal is a, a big part of the draw. <laughs> and let me just congratulate you right now. You started as a sous chef. Oh, thank you. You went, you went up to an <laughs> executive assistant. And now you are the executive chef. You cook all the meals. So thank you. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so honored. I also get to cook all the meals because I also have, besides dad, the most restrictive diet. Very true. <laughs> and no one wants to cook my food. So it's on me, but that's okay. So I want to break it up a little bit before we get a little bit deeper into the holiday meal. Cause I feel like that's what every millennial wants to hear about how they can improve their holiday meal. I want to break up the conversation a little bit with a question. So as my mom explained in her fairly lengthy introduction, <laughs> <laughs> She got a lot of degrees and my mom was also the first person in my family to go to college. And so she was also the first person in our family to get a master's and the first person in our family to get a doctorate degree. So super proud of her for all of those things. And so the majority of her educational background is in child education. And so that's what her book is about. And so I wanna ask along those lines, should children be allowed to believe in Santa Claus? What are your thoughts on Santa? Let me, before I answer that question, I don't ever remember telling you and your sister that Santa was not real. So I don't want to traumatize you on the Sugar Free <laughs> Podcast. Do you still believe in Santa Claus? <laughs> okay, I do believe in Santa Claus. Oh, okay, then I, I just wanted to to check and see. I don't, I, I don't remember ever having that conversation with you. And in, in response to the question, I believe in the concept. I, be, I, I believe in what St. Nick represents. Who's not going to be excited about a bearded man who listens to your wishes and goes to his little warehouse and instructs his employees to build it just for you, wraps it up the way I like everything wrapped, and then drives millions and thousands of miles just to put it under your tree. Well, who, who's not going to love that? What's not to love? I feel that. I feel that. I, I can remember 
one Christmas, we were really young and we were in the living room and my mom kept pushing us to go to bed. And we were like, no, we don't want to go to bed. We want to stay. We want to wait for Santa. And so she ran to the window and she said, oh my God, do you see it? The sleigh just rolled by. And we're looking and we're like, where, where? She was like, you got to go to bed right now or else Santa's going to ride by the house. And we stood at that window forever trying to see See if Santa had ridden by and we never saw him, but she got us in the bed. Whatever works. (laughs) Whatever works. (laughs) But outside of my fond memories of Santa, I asked that question because I feel like a lot of parents these days are opting not to allow their children to believe in Santa for whatever reason. Um, in some circles, I've heard that they don't want their children believing that someone else besides them is leaving the gifts under the tree, that, you know, it's not their own parents' hard work and sacrifice that's giving them the Christmas of their dreams. And so I personally don't feel like there's anything dangerous about Santa Claus, but I know that that is something that is of controversy these days. Well, and I think one of, one of the reasons why I really never said there was a Santa or there wasn't a Santa because I knew that there were people out there just like that. And I was your school principal. So I know what was happening at your school. And I knew that some kindergartner would run up to you and tell you that there was no Santa. I knew that. (laughs) I knew that. And it did. But, you know, but I think and that's a choice. You know, that's a choice. We all, we are, there are a thousand ways to raise your child and they can all turn out successful. So I, it's just a choice. I don't know. I think you make memories the way you make memories. Well, I'm, I'm going to allow my kids to believe in Santa. Black Santa, but Santa. <laughs> yeah, and see, and that's another thing. I don't know that I, I don't know if I stress Santa as a color. Of course, I won't have a Nothing but I won't have anything but a black Santa in my house now, now that I've evolved into Angela Davis. But (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, I mean, you expose them to what you want them to be exposed to. You raise your children. I feel that like Santa for us. That's right. So back to the main event, which is the holiday food, what everybody came here for to figure out how they can get their holiday meals together. I feel like 2020 was the first year for a lot of millennials and people my age where they were forced to cook their own holiday meals because we couldn't gather in the ways that we have been historically because of the pandemic. And so it's it's interesting to me to see this changing of the guard that has somewhat been expedited because of the pandemic, but to see, you know, my mom passing down the mantle to me and other people's mothers passing down the mantle. And so as you receive your mantle, I need you to be prepared. So that's what we're going to talk about. (laughs) So, yes. So your perfect holiday meal lineup, what's it looking like? What must you have in your Christmas table? What's on the menu? Let's start with turkey. Absolutely. Let's start with ham. Warm ham. <laughs> Warm turkey. Warm cooked tur- <laughs> turkey in the microwave and that's what you like. But <laughs> let's start with that. Must have macaroni and cheese. 
must have greens. And let me say that I know I'm going to make a couple of millennials mad when I say we don't want your kale in our greens. Oh, that's what I'm talking. I said it. I said it. I the last one I said kale was green. <laughs> we don't want kale in the collard greens. Now, a little mustard and a little turnip mixture is okay. No kale and no arugula. They don't belong in our greens. It's your millennials that do that. It's the millennials, but that's okay. So now, and even let me go back to the macaroni and cheese while we're on the millennials. We like sharp cheese. Stop putting the Gouda in the cheese, the Gouda in the macaroni and cheese. You millennials are taking a little too much license with our traditional meal. Now, let's move on. Okay, are you done? You off your soapbox now? No, no, not even close. (laughs) (laughs) We must have stuffing, meat-based stuffing, millennial. Well, we... Don't jump ahead of me. You said my meal. We can have <laughs> traditionally. We don't do a lot of cornbread. We do no, bread. I mean, we do rolls. Oh, cornbread stuffing, absolutely. <clears throat> cornbread, meat-based stuffing. We do rolls. Let's see. Did I say green? Of course, you have to have yams. And I don't want a yam casserole. Thank you. Tried <laughs> it. I'm trying to personally. You don't know too many millennials. So every time you say millennial, I feel like you're looking at me. Well, we don't want a sweet potato casserole. It's a souffle. Thank you very much. Oh, I'm sorry. A souffle. We don't want any of those. We want a regular sweet potato. Of course, we want some cranberry sauce. And you know, my favorite is just plain old rice and gravy. I love rice and gravy with the meal. Now, can I tell you some things? I oh no, we'll wait. I'll tell you because I have. Well, what a lot about of dessert? Here. What about dessert? Dessert, sweet potato pie, and maybe peach cobbler. We don't want all that other stuff you bring into the table. Leave your brownies home. With, I said that. <laughs> I said what I said. I I know. I saw you <laughs> eating the brownie at Christmas. <laughs> I didn't say I would need it, but I was just surprised to see it sitting on the calendar, along with the meatless stuffing, but that's another podcast. So here we go. So those are basically my, my favorites. Not, not much. We have things that we just, we eat at certain functions. Lee. Okay. Well, we'll talk. That's another story, but there's my, there's my meal right there. (laughs) Well, me, me and my mom are not in alignment on this particular topic. So my what's on my holiday lineup? So my mom is old school, traditional, got to have what they've been doing for 10,000 years. Before you say that, can I say one more thing about the greens? I don't know. (laughs) Oh, thank you. I don't know which millennial decided that we were not going to put any pork in the in the greens, who said that? Pork in your greens? You ain't. When the last time you put pork in your greens? Well, smoked turkey or any meat. When did the millennials decide that we're not going to put any meat in the to season the greens? So okay. yes, I do. I I take that back. I do smoke turkey now. Now that I've involved into a better eater, but the millennials don't want to put any meat in the greens. Who does that? Blasphemy. 
What's wrong? Okay, go how, ahead. How many millennials do you know? At least two that I eat with every year. <laughs> That's and exactly one, is, my one of them is the one that brought the brownies to the party. <laughs> That's why I'm feeling real attacked right now because you only know two millennials. So you keep saying millennials, but I feel like you really say you don't bring no more non-meat kale greens to my <laughs> my Christmas dinner party. So like I said, I uh, we are not in alignment on this topic. I do agree generally with the Christmas lineup. However, I don't eat meat. So no turkey for me, no ham for me, whether it's cooked or not cold or hot, it doesn't matter. Not on my Christmas table. And we didn't have any meat at Thanksgiving or Christmas this year. And you didn't even notice. It wasn't even necessary. Didn't you see me make a couple of trips out to the garage? (laughs) (laughs) What's what's in the garage? My turkey? My greens with the smoked turkey in it. You didn't see that? I oh, no, I, I missed that because I said one cooking none. <laughs> no, and, and you didn't, but and I'm not saying that it wasn't absolutely delicious. Thank you. However, not traditional. Okay, I'll give you not traditional, but what's in my holiday lineup? So my main protein is usually some type of fish. I've done a roasted salmon, like a whole roasted salmon that turns out really beautifully. Um, And then another favorite is always fried catfish because that's a soul food tradition. Even if it's not a holiday tradition per se, it's definitely a soul food tradition. So you can never go wrong with fried catfish. And then um, I love to do greens with kale. (laughs) (laughs) No, you're the the person who put the kale in the greens. Who knew? I knew you were talking to me. (laughs) Um, And so I make my greens, but it's a, it's a play on my mom's traditional greens. And so I feel like they taste very much like them, but it just doesn't have any meat in them and it doesn't have any collards in them, but it's still greens. Last night, no checked, collards either. I, no, did everyone who's not a millennial hear that? No collards in the collard greens. I didn't call them collard greens, I call them greens. Oh, Kale is a green. Excuse me, so, I need a minute. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> well, why are you taking your minute? I'm gonna finish okay. Christmas lineup. <laughs> so then I have mac and cheese. With a blend of cheese, not like a good Gruyere or Gouda, just to (laughs) deepen the flavors. You know, I I think that the sharp cheddar cheese of my mom's traditional mac and cheese is great, but sometimes it's a little one note. Sometimes we need a little bit more depth of flavor. One note. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sharp. That's the note. Sharp. So, (laughs) you know, I like to just add something to give it a little bit more flair. And then sweet potatoes. I everybody loves my sweet potato souffle. So, you you know, you can you can say what you will, but it's always a hit. And then cornbread stuffing you can do with mushrooms if you don't eat any meat as a replacement for the pork that is in my mom's traditional stuffing 
or you can do if you are pescatarian, crab stuffing is a great alternative as well. And it's super tasty. It almost tastes like a big crab cake. And then no rice and gravy for me, no cranberry sauce for me, um, no rolls for me. And so that that's really all I need is those four sides and then my protein. That's it. You forgot you forgot your famous Brussels sprouts. Oh yeah, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> Yay, Brussels sprouts. <laughs> well, I was going to do greens instead of the Brussels sprouts, but I also like to do a uh, lemon butter Brussels sprouts with a nice lemon butter Parmesan caper sauce for, you know, meatless. I know some people put bacon in their Brussels sprouts, but not around here. So that's my perfect Christmas meal. Yeah, Interesting. Delicious. And it was delicious. She's not kidding. She actually cooked that stuff. <laughs> it's and good. It was delicious. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's not the original, but it'll keep us alive longer. Oh. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. So next question: What should never see the light of day at the Christmas meal? Or have you already told us? <laughs> Some of- <laughs> some of it. I'm thinking traditionally we have foods that we take to the picnic on the 4th of July and we have foods that we eat for Christmas and Thanksgiving. I don't want potato salad at Christmas. Mm. I don't want corn on the cob Mm. at Christmas. I don't want any kind of casserole on either day. (laughs) 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 On either day. But I don't want the, and I think If the ham had been cold on the 4th of July, that would have been okay, but not at Christmas. So there are just things that come for people next today. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Sugar free. Try to keep it sugar free. (laughs) So So for everybody, hold on. So my mom is actually the one who came up with that name, sugar free. (laughs) So she is the original sugar free. We don't have to worry. We're not worried about you keeping it sugar free today. And we don't want we don't want the cousin that continues to bring the green salad. We don't want salad for Christmas or corn on the cob at Christmas. Stop bringing that. <laughs> you coming, people? You coming for people today? Why not? Why not? <laughs> I hope I hope no members of our family are watching because I we all know who the cousin is with the green. <laughs> and, the corn and, and, the, and the pasta salad. <laughs> who, who, who eats a pasta salad on Christmas? You kidding me right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're so raggedy. So, <laughs> so those are just a few of the things that should not grace my table on the Christmas holiday. I see. I, I don't disagree with you. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't. And my back said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just leave it. Leave it at that. And so, what is would you say in your experience the one holiday dish that even if it belongs on the table, people are most likely to get wrong? The greens, absolutely. The greens. People always get because people have their version of what's green. Like I said, for me, collards. When I when I grew up, we only had collards in our greens. But of course, I ventured out a little, and I'll put a, some mustard and some turnips. 
but people throw everything in the greens pot and I don't understand it. And the seasoning, like I said, growing up, we always had a ham hock or a neck bone or something in the greens. I've ventured away from that and I do smoked meats, but people just, for some reason, don't get it right. Mm. What, what do you see as being like the common thing that is wrong with the greens? I, I think the one thing, what you see, when you're seasoning your greens, you really shouldn't. And I know I'm not a cook, so somebody else is turning over right now. You're but. not a cook, but you <laughs> are famous for your greens. So everybody always loves my mom. So so give us your, your best tip for preparing. My best tip is yeah. I don't put my greens and my meat in the pot at the same time. You should actually cook your meat before you even put your greens in the pot. People put them in all at once and let them cook down. And it's just not flavorful. So I, I cook my meat first. And then, you know, with the juices that are left in there, I add the greens at a, a much later time. So I think that's it. Mm. And when I mess up, and they still don't <laughs> taste good, <laughs> I drop in a little onion soup mix. <laughs> that is very true. I will say the one thing that I observe the most that people get wrong, they don't cook it down like it should not look like a pot of soup That's you should bad. not have a pot full of water in your greens like it should be more greens than water the, the water should be almost non-existent and the reason for that is like my mom said like there should be just enough liquid in the pot for the greens to absorb it and that's what you want. You want the greens to absorb all the flavor from the liquid and then there'd be pretty much no liquid left. Right. But I've seen people basically put a uh, kale soup. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> on the table and calling it greens. And so I'll give you my tip for greens without me. So growing up, like my mom said, she always put the meat in the pot with the water first and let it cook down and it essentially creates like a base for a soup and so when I decided that I wanted to do a vegan version of that I was like okay I need a base that is a flavorful soup so that the greens can still absorb it like it would if it was sitting in the the meat and so I use a mix of sun-dried tomatoes shallots onions, and then a bunch of seasonings, um, like traditional Cajun seasonings, like paprika, onion powder, garlic powder. I use fresh jalapenos, fresh garlic, um, salt and pepper, cayenne. And so I let that cook down and it almost, it's like an onion soup, like the onion soup mixture that my mom talked about. She adds in if it needs a little extra flavor. So I essentially make like a onion soup and it tastes the same. She's trying to throw up shade well, in my greens. But maybe not the same. same, maybe not completely the same, but it's close. Flavorful. <laughs> Y'all can't see her face, but she being real shady right now. <laughs> Well, this has been such a wonderful conversation. I cannot thank you enough for joining us today. So I want to wrap up this conversation by having you give the good people some advice for how they can make their holidays super special this year. 
I think one of the things that we always do at Christmas, and you know, I try to make it exciting. There is no such thing as you're just getting a gift. I always make, make my kids work for their gifts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'll give them a column, a piece of paper, a column A and column B. You can pick a gift from column A and a gift from column, column B. It's never that easy. And there's always a money component involved. So, you know, they originally they were tempted, grab the money, until they realized that on that sheet was a round trip ticket to anywhere in the world you want to go. They real, So, you know, it's, it's things in there that I make them think. And when it comes to the other members of my family, the children, I give them a gift and I allow them to exchange it. You, if you don't like your gift, you can pick something behind door number one, two, or three. So everybody's sweating at the house. They're thinking, oh my God, because I know if I pick the wrong one, it's not better than mine. So you make, you make Christmas fun. You make people enjoy it. And the other part is, Everyone who knows me knows that they're not getting a real gift. Every gift is going to come from the thrift store. So <laughs> it's just a question of, do you need it? And we always have a say in our house. When I give you a gift, you must say, what's it? Yay, what I always wanted. Exactly. <laughs> you must say is what I always wanted. <laughs> whether you wanted it or not. Whether you wanted it or not. So, so my feelings don't get hurt mainly, but we, we make Christmas, <laughs> we make Christmas fun. I think you got to make it fun, make it challenging, make them look at their gift and wonder, what is this? You know, I have to explain every gift I give them and that's okay. I'm ready. But just making Christmas a fun time. Absolutely. And anytime we get to spend Christmas with you, it's a fun time. And anytime that we get to spend Christmas and have spades even better time and so pre-pandemic we would always have the big christmases 20 30 people at the house spades tournament people cutting up great time that's definitely was one of my favorite things about big holiday gatherings that we probably won't have no, anytime I soon. <laughs> I don't know that I see that happening anytime soon. You're right. I, I miss it. But like I said, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. All good things must come to an end. We evolve. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes. So before we let you go, of course, we have to do our sugar free quickie. Okay. So of course, we're going to be doing the holiday edition of the sugar free quickies. So I'm going to ask you an either or question and you have to pick one or the other. Are you ready? Absolutely. Okay. For your holiday protein, fried turkey or smoked turkey? Smoked turkey. I don't really? like fried foods. Since when? You don't see me eat fried foods. You we, love I've never food. fried a piece of chicken in the house ever in 40 years. <laughs> no, but you love a good chicken wing. But not air fried. Did you mean air fried <laughs> turkey? <laughs> Listen, ain't nobody putting no turkey in the air fryer. Well, then, no, smoked. All right. Cranberry sauce shaped like the can or with the cranberries in it? I am team can every day. <laughs> <laughs> team can on the cranberry sauce. Absolutely. 
I think I'd have to, I don't, I don't even know if I like, whenever I see the kind with the cranberries in it, I'm just like, mm, I'll pass. Yeah. So for the holiday meal, traditional holiday fare or whatever is delivering on Uber Eats? Delivery. <laughs> <laughs> or eat out. Eat out. I'm, I'm, I'm team eat out. Like I said in the beginning, we're going to do away with that whole food situation. It's just a food entanglement. <laughs> Oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, Lord. I thought we canceled your BET subscription. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a couple more questions. When it comes to Christmas trees, fake pine or real pine? Really? <laughs> fake, 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 <laughs> fake. <laughs> the question's not for me, it's for the people. Oh, okay. Fake. Tall or short? <laughs> As short as you can get it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a real question, but for all of you, out there, my mom is notorious for having a tabletop tree, honey. That's right. But it lights up. It's it well does. lit. It does. And sometimes it spins. And a couple of years, it talked. <laughs> it did. <laughs> that Douglas fur. Yes, it did. All right, last one. You sending Santa your Christmas list or are you letting him surprise you? Subtly sending the list. <laughs> How do you subtly <laughs> send the list? <laughs> I really need this. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I really like that. Yeah. Yeah. So you sending the list. I'm sending the list. I feel Even though true. I know it will be something that I really, really wanted. We better send the list so nobody gets hurt at Christmas. <laughs> Absolutely. And we don't want to be hurt. So just tell us what you want. <laughs> now, Sid, may I ask you a couple of questions? Oh, oh, sure. Sure. Okay. See, you, 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 yes, that's why you no. can't have your mama on your show because she's going to take it over. <laughs> or sweet potato. You say, say it again. Yams or sweet potatoes? It's the same thing. Is it? Ain't it? <laughs> I, I guess that's, that's a question for another podcast, I guess. They don't look the same. I mean, I guess for the interest of answering the question, yams. Okay, that's good. Christmas pajamas or cute little Christmas dresses like we have on right now? <laughs> Well, I'm going to go with the pajamas because the pajamas are the OG. The OG? The original. Like, oh. we started with pajamas. I guess we've evolved to just any matching attire, but yeah. we started with <laughs> matching pajamas. Okay. Would you rather have Christmas with family or just us? Uh, aren't you family? Just us. I mean, big family. Oh, big okay. Christmas. A lot of people. I'd rather have the big, the big holiday as long as I'm not cooking. Oh, I see. <laughs> so, <laughs> would you rather have money or wrapped gifts? Money. Always money. Yes. 
because you, okay. you don't know what's going to be in the gift. And with you, it could be something good or it could be a <laughs> horse costume. You just don't know what you're going to open up. And so I'm going to take the money. Okay. Home cooking or top golf? Home cooking. Okay. And let me see. Mom or dad? <laughs> so I, throw that in there. I plead the fifth. <laughs> But if dad's not listening, mom. Okay. Good, good choice. <laughs> and if Mackenzie's not listening, you're my favorite. <laughs> oh, she's so raggedy. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It was such an awesome time having you join us at the tea party. It was so great to hear and you share some of your fondest holiday memories. Some of them I had never heard before. So it was really good to learn more about my mama today. Um, I hope you enjoyed joining us as well. And I hope you guys out there enjoyed our conversation too. And I hope y'all got some good tips and tricks for how you can get those struggle greens together because we're not going to struggle no more. Friends, we're not posting no more of these struggle plates on the internet. We're done with that. So make sure you take mama's tips and tricks to heart. And to help you improve your holiday meals a little bit more, my mom and I are teaming up to give away $250 grocery store e-gift cards for the holidays for our Holidays with My Mama giveaway. Yes, you're welcome. So there are additional details for how you can enter in the show notes and we'll be promoting it on social media. So make sure you check it out to figure out how you can enter to win a $50 gift card to enhance your meal this holiday season, regardless of what holiday you celebrate. And so regardless of what holiday you celebrate, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Kwanzaa, happy Hanukkah, happy new year, all of that from me and my mama. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another week and another episode. Make sure you check back in next week for another great episode that is full of plenty of real talk, plenty of laughter, and of course, plenty of the most exquisite tea that's 100% sugar-free. Woo chow. Mm-hmm. What a show. We shared some good old tea today, didn't we, friend? Thank you for your presence. I truly enjoyed you at the tea party. And we appreciate you sipping on some sugar-free tea. With me, your host, Sid Mack. Until next time, be sure to connect with me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube at Sugar Free Podcast or at Sugar Free Pod. You can also visit our website at www.sugarfreepodcast.com. See you again soon, friends. And be sure to keep the tea party going, a With plenty of tea that's 100% sugar-free. Tired of piecing your business forms together from an internet search? Tired of sealing all your business deals with a pinky promise? Looking for a way to add some formality and professionalism to your business relationships? Then you need Formally. 
Formally is a DIY legal form and template shop for entrepreneurs, small business owners, creatives, freelancers, dreamers, and side hustlers. All formally forms and templates are drafted by an experienced licensed business attorney and reviewed by a law professor. So, not to brag or anything, but our forms are pretty legit. So what are you waiting for? Throw those pinky promises away and try formally today.